Reject listeners, I'm Greg. I'm John. We are going to watch Black Mirror Season 6, Episode 4 today. It's called Maisie Day. Uh, I don't think this is one of the most loved ones. I haven't been hearing anyone talk about it, so this is a waste of your time and mine, but we're going to do it anyway. Let's see what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Moonlighting professionals. Yeah. Moonlight... Moonlight. It's all moonlighting all around. Yeah. So much moonlighting. So many creatures of the night colliding. Yeah. That was fun. That was really fun. Yeah. It was like a it was like one of those straightforward, like punchy, like eighty five minute horror movies where you're just like I mean, obviously this is smaller, but you know, within proportion, like, yes. Yeah, it's lean and mean. <laughs> and to the point. One big twist. That's all you need. Again, yeah, media consumerism seems to be the topic. Sure, yeah. This really seems to be the topic here. Yeah, and the the lengths media, entertainment, and otherwise will drive us to well past the brink of humanity. Yeah, the exploitive nature of our kind here. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's exactly what Charlie Booker seems to want to be talking about, Mm. except for episode three. Which was a meditative space movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About yeah. hope and loss <laughs> yeah. and grief. <laughs> but uh, other than that one, these other ones, I mean, we don't know what the next one's going to be. But this one, I, I thought it was fun. This is, this is one of those where I can definitely, I, I have no idea what the response is on this one, but I can see people, like, not liking it. It just it's, it sings like one of those episodes that feels so out of place for what Black Mirror is. Yeah. Because it's such a super, like, it doesn't feel science fiction at all. No. It is just purely, I mean, neither was a true crime one, but that at least had more of a technological angle in, in some element. Um, this exploring through the lens of paparazzi. Haha, get that? Hey. Exploring it through the lens of, oh my God, that was well done. I don't care what anyone says. That was great. great. That was great use of vocabulary was, there. So, yeah, exploring through the lens of the paparazzi. Oh, I just love the way that sounds. <laughs> just keep, <laughs> it just works so let's just well. just live in this loop just, right here. It works so well, it doesn't does. it? Right through it's the lens of the what paparazzi. the paparazzi is. Yeah. yeah. Right through the... Not <laughs> you guys get it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think we should deep dive this to <laughs> really explore the brilliance. That sentence is... There's so many layers it's a pearl to right there. Because you're not just... You're seeing it through the perspective of them, but then also the physical analogy of how they use their lens. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. The extension of their villainy, of their so desire, so of well their done. greed. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's a really good line. It's terrific. Um... Yeah, <laughs> no, this, uh, we need a moment of <laughs> silence for the joke. <laughs> this movie's a little. This, this, uh, I keep calling these movies. They, they kind of feel that way. Yeah. Th- this one, I thought, um, I like how tight and lean and mean it is. I think it could have been a little bit longer because, actually, you know what? Nah, screw that. It plays like a B. Mo- it plays like a well-shot B movie. Mm-hmm. Specifically, this one, like a B movie, especially right down to when they're all like trapped in the diner and the way that's all lit. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like the yeah, you got the like, cop, you got the other customers there, you got the cook. It's yeah, like in a, in a movie that probably would have been like forty five minutes. That whole thing. that would be the second half. Of the movie <laughs> yeah, it would be this bottle situation where they're just in yeah. the diner trying to survive or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because it's like once the reveal comes around, you get like kind of a medley of tropes then because oh yeah it's we cut back to the the foggy night and oh the the victim looks up and they're the werewolf and that's you know step one and then yeah we're running through the woods and we got wolf vision and then we're holed up in the diner and you even get like an american like one of that transformation shot where it's like profile on her and the teeth are coming in and she's like mostly covered in hair like that really looks like one of those shots from american werewolf and uh, it feels like, if to me, it feels like from dusk till dawn meets American Werewolf in London, mm-hmm. in the sense of how they are two separate stories that merge into one. Yeah, and it would probably be fun to watch it again to see what they might allude to theme-wise. Like to compare it from dusk till dawn, you know, um, the. In, uh, some people const- people usually say that like oh it's just this one you know getaway movie with these bank robbers that then suddenly becomes a vampire movie out of nowhere and whenever I rewatch it I don't see it that way like you can see sort of the um, lo- bloodlust of the characters f- just within the humanity of them and then they have this opening scene where like someone is set on fire mm. and so they're establishing certain motifs that feel like they could be um they're establishing these certain motifs that feel like they could be uh you know vampire vampiric (laughs) yeah yeah that's how you say vampiric that could feel vampiric and here i i didn't really pick up on much like it feels like it could be werewolf except for the idea of who these people are during the day and then what they do in 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 the shadows or at night, you know, what they what they, what they really morph into, and like the uh, analogy of Arzazi Beats character of someone who's trying to lead the straight and narrow, morally righteous life, uh, but who she really morphs into is like she is the werewolf herself for it's still this in act, her. yeah, yeah. like it, it's in her. So I could see that parallel, which is probably what they're doing. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, I, and, and two, I, I can imagine, like, like you said before, it's like I can sort of imagine this being ranked low in the season, partly too because its allegorical content isn't like super rele- revelatory or super, at least at first glance, super deep or anything. It's yeah, it's like the addictions that live within the dark sides of of humanity are that kind of werewolf metaphor that are very apparent within Maisie Day, but also, yeah, a character like Zazie Bates who's trying to, who's clearly conflicted with what she does, but also is, like, good at it and determined. And, and yeah, so yeah. it's like that's the dark side that lurks within that then gets pulled out by the full moon of opportunity. Um, yeah, it's, it's I, I think this does work best as viewed through the lens of an exploitation flick or something like that. It kind of reminded me of like watching Dog Soldiers or something like that, which is again lean mean werewolf joint and uh and I yeah, like I I really enjoyed this for the immediacy and I think yeah, it's like celebrity addict blacking out erratic behavior totally makes sense for a werewolf allegory going to the, you know, secluded uh wellness retreat center is like such a well-worn Hollywood trope that like it's it's like it's it's a nifty idea to me. Like it's fun. It's a little silly, but also in like a clever sort of way. Where I'm like, yeah, like just do directly, yeah, like actor struggling, 
uh, with both the public eye and their own demons, but also make those demons personified horror style, you know? It's, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily getting at something super heady, which is something that, like, Black Mirror, I think, like, Charlie Brooker said he wanted to, again, expand the idea of what that means to be a Black Mirror episode, and I like that they're doing more horror overtly this season, certainly. Um, but I do think, like, yeah, that's the one thing I guess you could complain about is, like, it's not that deep, <laughs> you know, or it's not, like, shining a light on something that you're like, oh, wow, that's true, or, like, you know, I never would have thought of that. Um, but, yeah, like, stylistically and, and the way that they capture, like, the mushroom sequences and then trade that, you know, at least spiritually then for werewolf carnage, I thought was cool and complimentary. It's really well shot and... I mean, aside from the unbelievable traffic conditions, uh, it also just showcases the beauty of our state. It's nice. Yeah, and I like the presence of Zazie Beats a lot. I think she's Bates. Zazie. Is that how you say that? I think she, from from her pronunciation, I think it's supposed to be Zazie Bates. Zazie Bates. Yeah. Well, could be mistaken. I always love her presence. Uh, no, even no matter how minor a role she might have in something, but here she's the lead. I, I love. Wa- I just love watching her. I think she has really great screen presence, mm-hmm. and so just enjoying her. And I think this is the one to where I, th- I think this was the one episode out of the four we've seen so far where I could feel the writing, uh, kind of talking at me about them. Versus just living in the character perspective solely, sure. you know what I mean? Because I think I think that's what makes that's, what, that's what's been making a lot of these episodes very effective. Yeah, and the Streamberry one kind of does that. <laughs> but, the, uh, but this but, one, yeah, you have those two other guys who are just the absolute worst. <laughs> you know, who are clearly like message care. Like if it was just Sassy Bates and the other guy and her other buddy, like I think you might have like more grayness to play with or like a more nuanced sort of but they character. didn't even really do it with Zazie B- Bates his character they didn't really do it with her like yeah. it was really obvious that she was going to take that photo yeah it wasn't like yeah what what position you in <laughs> you know yeah. yeah totally there's never any doubt and there's not really like a crazy growth so yeah. much where you're like no don't go down that path yeah not, don't go back don't, like yeah, like don't yeah. seal your fate with yeah. this final act of you know moral vultureness. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of it's it was kind of missing that little punch, but not really. I mean, it, I I just think it was a fun exploitation one. I thought this was fun. This was really fun. Yeah, and I don't begrudge this show a a quick, tight, fun one. You know, and and like it it does seem like with. It is a little impersonal with everybody. I like the way it captured uh, uh, Maisie, whatever her name is, um, Maisie Day, because when we're with her, we're with her in all these intimate situations, but it still feels like you are observing somebody when you shouldn't be. And I think that works really well. I think, you know, Zazie Bates has a lot of presence in the supporting cast, especially her buddy, I thought, had a nice presence. The guy at the diner had nice presence. But you don't really... The, f- the furthest you get to know her is just like, ah, I'm trying to live, you know, an honest life, but also I need money. <laughs> yeah. Because I got problems with my roommate. And I would have preferred a, a little bit more of a controversial approach. Uh, sure. Of Should we really be sympathizing with? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Should, should we really be seeing this in the view of them? Because that Instead was kind of keeping me as a third party observer. Yeah. Which maybe kind of works because that's what they do. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's at least worth a good debate. Yeah, because right, I, I would like the challenge of of oh, should I be in their perspective because they are awful. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought that's kind of what we were doing in the middle when they're yeah. when they're on the chase because I was because because they give you enough with Maisie Day to be like. I can sympathize with the position you're in, but also until the reveal comes around, it seems like you've done something pretty terrible. So yeah. there's a good quandary there. And then, yeah, with Zazie Bates, you have her conflict. And then when you mix those two together, I think that's the most emotionally interesting the episode becomes. And then uh, that all you know gives way <laughs> to yeah, the whole werewolf thing. Because they set it up where that one person died because of her yeah. exposing. So I thought they were going to have some type of character moment there yeah um but maybe but, but i mean it did it at all <laughs> i mean yeah. by the end it's like in doing what you guys did i guess maybe i mean a couple people died here but maybe you helped save lie i don't know if they couldn't contain this at the wellness retreat then uh you know at least you wiped a werewolf off the map so not more people will die yeah it's, uh -huh. it's a little confused in that sense i guess or, or just under kind of developed in that sense and and yeah i mean you also have that bit on the street where the guy's like berating and verbally assaulting that woman and then immediately is like oh you, you, you can't you're assaulting me you know like there are interesting questions about this particular world of the paparazzi that it starts with that it leads with yeah and then kind of just uh, I guess that just uh, it just allows those things to be in your consciousness and little else <laughs> yeah. beyond that. It's just a conflict of living this life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the least thought provoking one. Yeah, of of the four, because even though it's not as silly as Streamberry, uh, it's it's still the least the least enchanting with the mind. Yeah, um, but very enjoyable. Sure, and I think plays to things we like. Yeah. And I mean, I'm always, you know, it's I love a good vampire story. I know you do as well, but uh, I'm always giddy when something surprises me with werewolves, just because it's a little bit less trodden in yeah. terms of classic monster territory. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. All righty, guys. Well, what'd you think about this one? Did you like it? Leave your thoughts down below. You can subscribe, leave a like, check us out on the Patron, and hey, let's send this for the Patreon. Chris Wamoff. Chris. If there's anyone at our Patreon who I could see being a werewolf, it's definitely you. You do too many good deeds. And when you do that many good deeds, you know where that stems from? The anger yeah. and guilt <laughs> of not doing enough good deeds. It's true. And that you take that guilt and you project it in trying to write other things, but... You have something brewing within you, simmering, seething, waiting to be unleashed because that darkness that you fight against is really within you. And that's why you're trying to externally shut it down. But we all know, we all know there's a monster within you that's willing to come out, just waiting, chomping at the bit, shall we say, for its opportunity to do good with its werewolf abilities and kill bad guys. We don't get enough Man. vigilante werewolves. By night. It's really hard to control your werewolf abilities, but I can see you just taking matters into your own hands. All these things you get arrested for and fired for for trying to do good things. I can see you finally going after these people who are wronging our world by straight up murdering them as a werewolf. As a werehoff. 
Chris Wearoff. Yeah. Oh, get that on a t-shirt. Wearoff. 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 Chris Wamwolf. Chris Wamwolf. I like it a there lot. There we go. Plus a werewolf named Chris. How how mad could you be? You know. Yeah. There goes Chris. There <laughs> goes Chris. Slaughtering. Still helping people <laughs> with his teeth and claws. Not cleaning up after them, Chris. Even yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a stain. Chris, thank you for cleaning up this world one bit at a time. Hmm. You're one of the good ones, Chris. Thank you.